Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep, P-E-P-Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, as Superman is condemned to die by the Roz, ruler of Apollo, the planet itself continues to revolve relentlessly closer to the shadow of its inevitable doom. Hello there, gang. This is your pal, Dan McCullough. Say, uh, have you set in for your Superman Crusader ring yet? Better hop to it, because you wouldn't want to miss out. And this offer won't last much longer. Now, uh, keep a pencil and paper handy, and I'll tell you how to get one in just a few seconds. You see, this ring is a symbol of Superman's fight for tolerance and good sportsmanship. And you'd like to be identified as a Superman crusader, wouldn't you? Sure. And you'll be proud to wear this ring because it's a doggone smart-looking, too. Shiny and silver-like, with Superman's picture standing out big and smiling on the front, and the word Superman crusader on the side. The ring's adjustable, too. You can fit it right on your finger yourself. And it's made of such sturdy metal with such a durable silver-like finish, it'll keep right on looking shiny and slick for a long, long time. Now, here's how to get your own Superman Crusader ring. Ask Mom to get you a package of that sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pet. Send the box top along with 10 cents in cash and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 40. That's 4-0, Battle Creek, Michigan. You got that? Send one Kellogg's Pep box top, 10 cents in cash, and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 40, that's 4-0, Battle Creek, Michigan. Ask Bob to get you some P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Now the adventures of Superman. On the planet Apollo, where powerful giants are the slaves of normal-sized individuals, and where men can be turned to stone... Superman, who came to warn the inhabitants that they are facing destruction, is himself in mortal danger. First, something in the atmosphere of the strange planet robbed the Man of Steel of all his great strength. And only when a lantern burning a certain oil was brought near him could he manage to retain consciousness. Then, the Raz, ruler of Apollo, scoffed at Superman's warning that his planet was about to leave its orbit and condemned him to death. And Thane, an elderly scientist who supported Superman, was likewise condemned. Meanwhile, millions of miles away on Earth, Editor Perry White and Jimmy Olsen, who are unaware that Superman and Clark Kent are one and the same person, are in the high vaulted observatory on Mount Arthur with Dr. John Millicent, the famous scientist whose startling findings had sent the Man of Steel to Apollo. Jimmy is looking through the huge telescope. Listen. I can see Apollo, all right. Looks as if there are a lot of high peaks on it. Those are mountains, young man. Oh. Now, come on, Jim. You've spent enough time dawdling. We've got to get back to the office. Oh, just a minute, Mr. White. I'm trying to... To what? Now, don't tell me you're trying to see Kent and Superman up there. Well... Oh, isn't that ridiculous? I thought if you saw Apollo through the telescope and realized how far away it is and the hopelessness of it all, you'd accept the inevitable. Well... Mr. White is right, Jim. 
You'll just have to make up your mind that you'll never see Clark Kent again. Well, I'm not so sure. He's with Superman, isn't he? Well, yes. Well, then but... he's all right. Nothing can happen to Superman. And I know he won't let anything happen to Mr. Kent. Now, look, Jim. I feel just as bad about Kent as you do. But we must face the facts. You know Superman told Dr. Millicent that if all went well, he and Kent would come back to Earth within three days. Oh, sure, I know, but And I... now, eight days have gone by, and they're still not back. Maybe, but... I remember when he went to Utopia, he was caught for a while by the force of gravity up there. Maybe he's stuck on Apollo like that, too. If he is uh, stuck on Apollo, as you suggest, Jim, I'm afraid he and Kent are irrevocably lost anyhow. What do you mean, Doctor? Why? Why can't he work his way out of that as he did before? I hate to say this, because it'll doom your last hope. But Apollo has already left its orbit. What? Huh? Yes, and it's now revolving around its moon. Good God, Frank. Well, is that so bad? Very bad. Because as it loses energy, it'll be drawn closer and closer to the sun. Until it and every living thing on it, even Superman, will be consumed by the sun's terrible rays. Oh, no. His last hope for Clark Kent and Superman gone... Jimmy Olsen turns away from the pale Perry White and Dr. Millicent to hide the tears in his eyes. Meanwhile, 31 million miles away on the doomed planet Apollo, Clark Kent and his identity of Superman is also on the verge of losing hope. With the elderly white-bearded Thane, Superman has been placed in a dark, thick-walled cell below the Temple of the Raz, Deprived of the oil-burning lantern which effects a change in the atmosphere, thus permitting him to breathe, Superman has grown so weak that he can barely lift a hand and has to fight to retain consciousness. Looks bad for Sorry I got you into this trouble. Well, blame not yourself, Superman. You meant well both for me and for my people. But even had you not come here and our planet were not in danger, my days would still be numbered. What do you mean? I have long been in ill favor with the Raz, our ruler. Oh? Because he feared that eventually I might lead the giant slaves and all the others in demand for their freedom. How could... How could the Raz enslave those huge, powerful giants? They're almost as strong as... As I was on Earth. Aye, but they're slow-witted. And the Raz took advantage of them. He sent men secretly to the far mountains uh, where the giants lived to pollute the rivers and streams with the liquid uh, developed by his wicked physician. Hundreds of giants, after drinking the water, turned to stone. Great Scott. They put fear into their hearts. Then the Raz sent word that he would turn all the giants to stone unless they acknowledged him their god and master. Uh, Terrified by this magic, they could not fight. They came from the mountains to do his bidding. With their aid, the Raz conquered all the people of this planet and made them his miserable slaves. Uh, we've had men like your Raz on Earth, particularly a man named Hitler. But eventually, the freedom-loving nations got together, conquered those tyrants. Oh, men are now free on this Earth you come from, Superman? Yes, at the moment. And I wish I could help you free your people here, too. But for one of the few times in my life... I'm afraid I failed. Well, it is clear that without the sacred oil to burn, you must perish. And tomorrow, I will be forced to drink of the liquid, which will turn me to stone. Then all on this poor planet, the many good with the few evil, will be lost in the consuming heat of the sun. Perhaps any hour. Oh, if only I could... If only you could watch, Superman. Spring of sacred oil. A deep pool of it is just under this temple. It's a couple of hundred feet below us. I know. If only I could get to it and set it afire. That would restore my strength and I could save this planet. But that is impossible, so think not on it. Save your small remaining strength. This clay floor is only a couple of feet thick. 
If I had even half my usual strength, I could easily smash right through it. Oh, but what's the use? I can't break through. Right now, I can't even punch my way through a paper bag. Oh, make no noise. The giant slaves stand guard outside this cell. No use. I'm weak as a kid. Oh. What is it? Can't breathe in this atmosphere. Without the burning oil. Sorry, I... I wanted to help you. But I... I... Oh. Superman. Superman. Oh, I fear this is the end of him. And with him goes our only hope. His hands clasped in hopeless anguish. Thane stares down at the limp, motionless figure of Superman. Is this the end of the Man of Steel? We'll know more when we return in a moment for the tense climax of today's episode. So stand by. Say, I'll bet if you look around, you'll see lots of fellows and girls wearing Superman Crusader rings. And you'll want to be identified as a Superman Crusader, too, so you better get busy and send for yours today. That ring, you know, sort of symbolizes Superman's crusade for good Americans. What's more, that Superman Crusader ring Kellogg's Pep has for you is really a humdinger for looks. It's made of sturdy, silver-looking metal with a shiny, durable finish that'll keep right on looking shiny and slick for a long, long time. Superman's picture stands right out in the front, and the words Superman Crusader are printed clear and plain on the side. And the ring's adjustable, sure, so it's easy to fit right on your finger yourself. Now, here's how you can get your own Superman Crusader ring. Ask Mom to get you a package of that sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pet. Send the box top along with 10 cents in cash and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 40. That's 4-0, Battle Creek, Michigan. You got that now? Send one box top from a package of Kellogg's Pep, 10 cents in cash, and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 40. That's 4-0, Battle Creek, Michigan. Get your Superman Crusader ring, gang, from P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. When Superman lost consciousness in the dark, thick-walled cell below the Temple of the Roz, Thane, his elderly companion, abandoned all hope for himself and the people of the doomed planet Apollo. As we join him now, he sits with his head on his knees, so lost in despair that he pays no attention to a furtive scraping sound nearby. But suddenly the sound is louder. Then there is a hard, muffled thud and the brief settling of dirt. A low rush of damp, cold air chills Thane's ankles. Suddenly conscious of the change, he raises his head. But he can see nothing in the pitch darkness. Then, through a hole in the thick clay floor, emerges his young daughter, Lalo. Quickly, she pulls herself up and steps into the cell. A moment later, a silent, barefooted giant looms up behind her like a tremendous dark shadow. Lalo! You stand, Father. It was a giant slave stand guard just outside your cell. I know. How did you... Uh, Lalo, beware. One of the giants is behind you. Shh. It is Uart. The loyal slave of the princess. The slave of the princess? Aye. She sent him with me secretly to find a way into this cell and to bring both you and the stranger to her quarters. Yes, but when? How? When the Rose refused to heed her pleas for the lives of you and the stranger who calls himself Superman, she had would bring many jars of the sacred oil to her own quarters. Yes? Then we set out to bring Superman there, where the oil would be set afire to restore him to his strength so that he may save us from the destruction that threatens us. The princess has indeed a noble heart, but I fear she acts too late, Lalo. What mean you, father? Because Superman is near to death, my child. See, see how he lies there, scarcely breathing. But his heart still beats, father. Perhaps there's still time to save him. Oh, but 
Pick him up quickly. Yeah. But uh, how can we... Come, Father. There are secret stairways below here. One of which leads to the apartment of the princess. Or it will lead the way. I fear it's too late, Lalo. Oh, perhaps not. Would you lead the way? Ah. We must proceed with the utmost care. For many of the Rother's soldiers are below. Should we be seen or heard, we all die at once. No. We'll be careful. Come, Father. Aye, let's go. And may the great being protect us. the giant Ord who carries the limp, unconscious figure of Superman slung easily over his huge shoulder. The girl Lalo and Thane, her father, step through the hole in the cell floor to a dark, narrow, winding flight of damp earthen steps and begin to descend. One false step, one false move causing them to be seen in this stronghold of the cruel Raz, and they are finished. Will they succeed in reaching the quarters of the princess? And will their attempts to save Superman succeed? There are many thrills and kills ahead, so don't miss tomorrow's thrilling episode. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, gang, one word leads to another, like the way those toasty words, crisp, crunchy, crinkly, lead you right on to crumbles. Kellogg's crumbles, so toasty and sweet and, and mellow rich on a frosty morning. It's the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. And so good for you. Sure, Mom knows that. In fact, uh, she'd probably like to see you eat up a bowl of crumbles for breakfast tomorrow. Crisp, crunchy, crinkly, crumbles, Kellogg's crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.